Not home. time it feels like happy new year you are listening to also don't call me and yeah i had a bit of a break just uh, maybe a, a week or so before christmas um i decided you know take some time to myself you know might be a bit busy also sometimes you know you just as an introvert you kind of run out of stuff to talk about <laughs> so yeah um happy new year though um if you were listening before the Christmas break. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. If you're listening for the first time, hi. Hopefully you keep listening. We'll see. I hope you all had a lovely um holiday, whatever you were doing, whether you celebrate Christmas or you don't celebrate it, whatever you ended up doing, um, whether you got to be alone and you wanted to be alone, or you didn't get to be alone even though you wanted to be alone. <laughs> Hopefully it went perfectly yeah, it's 2024, people. 2024. It's crazy. I mean, I remember back in, um, I'm a huge fan of Back to the Future, for anyone who doesn't know. And, you know, the year 2015 is a huge deal in the Back to the Future trilogy, because it's where they go in the future in um, Back to the Future 2. And I remember when that felt so far away. And then it was 2015, and then I couldn't believe it was 2015, and now, like, that's in the past by, like, it's going to be 10 years very soon. <laughs> oh my god, like, next year it'll be 10 years. This is insane. Like, I can't believe it, genuinely. Where does time go? I don't know everybody says this, but seriously, where does time go? <laughs> Why are we all getting so old? It's really depressing. And, you know, I find myself a lot more nostalgic for like older times, I listen a lot to like 90s music or 80s music even. And there's like this this warmth that I feel, especially early, like late 80s, early 90s. I get such this, this weird like feeling in my stomach of like a longing for a time that has gone. Um, it wasn't like the best years of my life or anything, but I guess because we we know how it ends or something, it there's like a safety right so if I was to be able to go back I already know what happened and um there's a certainty I guess you know you know that you're going to survive it you know that you're going to grow up you know but now it's like how certain is anything I mean at the time it wasn't certain but that's why nostalgia is so nice it's so comforting it's you know it's there's the safety of knowing that you knew what happened you know how things turned out and, you know, if you were lucky enough to have a nice time or have really nice memories, then that helps. You know, I mean, my memories, it's not like anything amazing happened. And, you know, some some stuff was horrible. A lot of my nostalgia goes to like the smallest, silly little things. Like I'll hear a track that, you know, I didn't hear at home. I grew up listening to whatever my brother pretty much listened to. And if my mom listened to anything, it was Turkish music. So it wasn't like I was hearing, you know, pop stuff so I only knew music if my brother was into it or if I heard it in some film or something sometimes you know you'd go out shopping with your mum and places would play 
different music, different music that you wouldn't have heard otherwise, like whether it be some kind of reggae or what have you, you'll just hear something and you know that you only ever hear it when you're not at home. (laughs) And I'll hear it now and I'll be transported back to like shopping as a child in Peckham with my mum, you know, walking through the market, hearing it on someone's speaker. And even that, I feel really nostalgic for, even though at the time, I don't think I found anything remarkable about going shopping with my mum. There's just this nostalgia, this 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 longing for a time that's gone. I don't know why I'm talking about that right now. We're in a new year. I should be looking forward. But my favourite thing to do, and maybe for a lot of introverts, I don't know, maybe for INFPs anyway, I can't help but look back. I really take comfort in looking back. I love talking about older times. I really do. Like my hobbies, part of my hobbies is talking about the old days. I already sound like an old lady. (laughs) I love like talking about stuff in the past with my mom. But you know, when I see my friend from secondary school, who I'm still friends with, you know, we talk about school sometimes. And it's so nice to just remember like, oh, do you remember when we did this or this? And like, it feels so nice. And I love having history with people and being able to reflect on it. And it keeps you rooted in this, um, I don't know. You know, it doesn't matter how much has changed. Sometimes talking about that reminds you of who you are and where you came from and reminds you that you still have that bond with certain people. Obviously, it's not the same for everybody. Yeah, anyway, (laughs) Let's, let's not talk about that anymore. Let me talk to you about a little bit about what happened during my Christmas It was okay. I can't remember the last show that I did, but it was a couple of weeks before Christmas, I believe. Uh, I met up with some friends, you know, did some Christmas, pre-Christmas meetups, whether it be for gifts or just to catch up. Um, I also went to see um, Stranger Things, the the first shadow on stage. So I don't know where you're listening to this from, but in London, there's there's an official uh, stage play about... um, the origins of Vecna. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, you'll know what I'm talking about. So in season four of Stranger Things, we we kind of finally meet the big bad of everything that was being set up in the previous seasons, basically. And you even get like a little glimpse by, by visions into that character's origin, but obviously only a bit. So what this play has done has kind of go a bit further into it and explore it with a lot more detail. And um, they did a, such a good job. Um, they've also um, got younger versions of some big adult characters in it. And I think they did a quite a clever job because obviously there's going to be a, um, a question of continuity with some of it. But I thought they were clever because the three characters that they, the, the ones that were mainly part of the story anyway, they don't actually see anything that, was supernatural or whatever they kind of do a bit of investigating and they hear about some stuff but they never actually see it so when the show stranger things starts um and they're older when this this stuff happens they're not like it's not like they forgot that it happened they never actually saw anything before there was just weird things going on so and it's been like i don't know 30 years or i don't know how many years but yeah, it's, it was really good. I didn't know what to expect. When I say like Stranger Things on stage, I the first image I get in my head is a demagogue and doing jazz hands. But it's not. It's not a musical. 
And it's the effects are really clever. And the opening scene, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the opening scene is like the best effects of the whole thing, in my opinion. I was blown away. I was watching it with my cousin and we actually turned to look at each other with our mouths wide open, like, how did they make that look so convincing? And oh man, the audience were just applauding from the get-go. It was it was so clever. Like you knew you were in for a treat. But I have to say, if I'm being honest, I mean, as far as the first viewing goes, because I haven't gone to see it again, I really love the opening and I almost kind of wish that the whole thing was a lot more like the opening of the of the the stage show. Um, the rest of it, you kind of deal with some teens and stuff, which is fair. The show is also about young people for the most part, but it that kind of put me off a little bit because obviously you had to kind of get to know them. And so it was funny and lighthearted and that's great. But after that opening, I was a bit like, I just want to see more freaky stuff. And then you kind of had to wait for it to happen again. Um, but no, I, th I think if I went to see it this time, I would probably not have a problem with that. And it wasn't that it, it was not good because of it. It was just because of the, the hype of the beginning. I think I just wanted to stay in that zone. I wanted the effects and the frights, even though that's not the formula of Stranger Things anyway. A season will open with like something going on that's not like linked to the main characters. Then there'll be the credits and then you'll go to the characters that we will watch. And at the beginning, they won't even seem linked. So they kind of did that. But um, yeah, no, it's really good. If you're in London or you can get to London, you're a fan of Stranger Things and you want to see it, I definitely recommend you go and see it. Yeah, so I went to see that. And then after that, it was just like a few little meetups here and there. I had a family game day with the cousins and brother. And yeah, it was, it was nice. A bit stressful because I was cooking on Christmas Day and I, I was doing the whole thing. I mean, all right, I, I won't pretend that I did every single thing, but I did all the recipes. I did all the cooking. Uh, my mum was there as a bit of a sous chef, just like preparing stuff. So if I was like, can you cut those or can you wash those or can you check on those? That kind of thing. But it was mostly me making everything and it was exhausting like at first it was fine so for a while I'm like oh this is nice and easy and I'll just slowly prepared everything else and then suddenly everything kind of needs to cook around the same time and I was getting stressed <laughs> it's not a very big kitchen and um I'm not a great cook so um it takes a lot of focus and I'm following recipes and Oh, and I make everything a mess, you know, like there's no organization. I keep going, I'm going to be organized. And then when everything starts to happen in one go, I, I can't, I don't handle it well. I can just imagine if I ever, for some reason, <laughs> went on something like Bake Off, you know, Great British Bake Off or uh, MasterChef or something, that would never happen. Like, why would I ever be on it? <laughs> but um, if I did, it would be a mess. It would look, my, I wouldn't be able to find anything on my counter. I know it. It would just be awful. <laughs> anyway, but it, it all turned out well. The turkey cooked well. The food cooked well. So you know what? It was it was good. It all turned out well. I just, uh, you know, it's hard to enjoy it when you're so flipping stressed. <laughs> and uh, New Year's for me and probably a lot of um, introverts and maybe just people gen generally my age um, now. I don't know. It was just a quiet one. I used to get really frustrated with quiet. New Year's, you know, like you feel like everybody's doing something exciting and you're just sitting at home and um, it kind of makes me feel really like down. But you know what? I don't know. In the last few years, I've learned to just kind of appreciate it. 
it's a nice thing about getting older, I suppose, <laughs> because when you're younger and you're still like a loser at home, okay, I shouldn't call it a loser. It's not like I couldn't go out. It wasn't innately in me to go out. I didn't hang around with people that made plans to go out at New Year's. But, you know, there's always that feeling of like that you should be doing something, you know? There's that feeling like comparing yourself to other people, even if it's not my scene. It's not like I wouldn't like to go out for a New Year's. When we, when I was a kid, you know, family used to get together a bit and we used to have people around or whatever, or we'd go around and it was nice, you know, having a few people, of course. How nice is that? I love that. Now it's just me and my mum. But, you know, we, we, we're on the same wavelength. We get on. Sometimes having more people is just going to cause arguments or something. But yeah, you know what? I do, I do miss, I don't miss, like, I never went clubbing at New Year's and it's not necessarily something I'm that fussed about because I just feel like I do it and I probably not even enjoy myself. But, like, just being around people that you love and celebrating New Year with them, that's nice. You know, and we don't really have people around. Everyone's off with their own families. And um, one year, a couple, a few years back, I say a couple, it's been... <sighs> it's been probably seven years or something I went to New York with my friend for New Year's that was nice you know we went to a comedy show and then we um, attempted to watch some fireworks in Central Park and that was nice yeah it was, it was all right you know and we were there so it was always going to be better than being home <laughs> I hope you all had a, a nice New Year's whatever you were doing So what's what's this year going to bring us? I have absolutely no idea. I have a few little things going on. Um, potent, well, not potentially, they are. But my head is still not really kind of there. I need to like hunker down and get a job. And I have applied for a few places. I could definitely obviously apply for more. Because you're not always going to immediately get one. You're very lucky if you immediately get interviews and immediately get a job. So I mean, usually you will apply for loads you'll get no's and then you might get a couple of interviews and maybe all of them will be no's you don't know right <sighs> but yeah the plan is I definitely need to find something I'm even as much as I don't really want to do retail I'm even open to doing retail purely because I kind of just need the money but obviously getting a proper concrete job like one that I can stay in and actually be happy and thrive in be amazing uh, but that requires kind of knowing what you want to do. And you know, I still don't know, man. I still, there's things I want to do, but like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one. The plan is definitely work, keep trying to lose weight and uh, try not to be completely broke. That's That's something. So hence needing the job. But yeah, sorry that it's been a bit of a delay in, in, recording a new episode like I had it in my mind like I was gonna do it like the second week of January and and then it's just uh, it's not even like I've been really busy I've gone to see oh yeah I forgot to say the time traveler's wife on stage that's a musical um I love the book it's one of my favorite books um I'm currently rereading re it slowly yeah you know what I really liked the musical I didn't think I would I was I was scared that I would think it, it was badly done but to be honest, I've liked pretty much every um, adaptation of the book. You know, I like the movie with Rachel McAdams and Eric Banner. 
And um, I actually liked the TV show as well. And um, with uh, Theo James and um, I forgot her name. Oh, she was in Game of Thrones. Rose, Rose from Game of Thrones. (laughs) I don't remember her name. (laughs) Was her name Rose or is that her real name? I don't think that's her real name. You know, the one that was with Jon Snow and they're married in real life. That that one. I can't remember her name. Oh, it's so bad. And I can't be bothered to look it up. That was that only went for one season, which is such a shame because I actually quite liked it. And then it got cancelled. And it only got as far as, like, the wedding. All the amazing, exciting stuff was going to happen after that. Like, the really dark stuff. I was looking forward to it. Got cancelled. But it's a really, really good book. And the musical is really good. Like, you don't have to have read anything or watched anything. You could just go and watch it. It's pretty well explained. And you know what? I really like the songs, actually. Some of them were really good. And um, it even made me get emotional. I went to see it with my cousin again. And she got it for me as a as a Christmas present. And uh, when the, the moment happened, I mean, I was already kind of crying a bit before then. But she turned to me and that just set me off more. I was like, why? You know, I didn't want her to look at me. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a really good stage show. And sadly, it's, I think it's ending. I can't remember when, end of this month or sometime next month or something. And that's so sad. It's such a good show and it hasn't been out for long. And I swear it hasn't been advertised as much as it should have been. But yeah, genuinely, that's another one I recommend people go and see. I really kind of, if I could get cheap tickets, I would want to go and watch it one more time. Anyway, um, but yeah, <laughs> I've just been struggling to to record the podcast. I'm hoping this is just like a thing that I had and it, I'll be back. Um, it's just going to be something that I can't do every week or every couple of weeks or something. It's going to happen when there's something to say, because as an introvert, and I, I'm not putting this all on being an introvert because not everyone's going to be like me but it takes it takes a lot of work to excitedly talk about yourself for this long (laughs) and I don't have a topic you know it was just basically covering what's been going on I mean and this podcast was always going to be a more of a confessional rather than me giving you advice or anything. I mean, I'm not, I'm no like wizard. I don't know anything. I'm, I'm probably doing a lot of things wrong a lot of the time, but I'm just hoping that, you know, if there's people that feel like me, they'll, they'll be able to relate. And, you know, if you can relate, obviously feel free to message me, feel free to ask questions, you know, um, you can go again, I said it to my website. Also don't call me.weebly.com. Um, you can also go and find me on Instagram. Uh, also, don't call me podcast. Comment, send me a message, whatever. I think on Spotify, you can even write stuff and you possibly can even leave me a voice message. You could do that. But if you're an introvert, you probably won't. But yeah, definitely. You know, like that's the whole thing. It's about not feeling alone. And um, and yeah, it's just been a bit difficult motivating myself to record this because it's just um I just don't find myself that interesting (laughs) one last thing before I let you go if you're in the UK or maybe actually I know that's been going on other countries too season two of the traitors UK um started this month oh why is that show so good like it shouldn't be that good but it really is like 
I'm obsessed. Like I woke up at 4am this morning, not because of that, but I had to pee and, and the cat was meowing. But after when I went to bed, I started thinking about it because tonight's the final. So by the time you hear this, it would have aired. But I was stressing because I don't want the traitors to win. And um, <laughs> I was thinking about how they could go about it. And I'm like, it's in the past. Like this isn't even live. It's been filmed. This is edited. The, the contestants already know what happened, you know, but I can't help it. I'm just like, uh, uh, like I, I was just thinking about it so much. And I go on, um, I go on X, formerly known as Twitter. And um, it's so much fun, like following the hashtag and commenting. <laughs> I didn't think that I would get that into it, but genuinely it's really fun. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I've just been doing that three nights a week and tonight's the last night. I'm kind of sad. Oh man, the UK one, it's been so good. And they're looking for contestants um, for season three. And there's this part of me that's like, I mean, obviously if I went for it, it's not like I'm going to immediately get it. They're going to audition. They're going to pick like what, how many people out of God knows how many applicants. But I would love to go for it because I, you know, you watch it and you think, oh, I could do this better than them. But I'm curious. It's like a social experiment. It's a bit like Big Brother. You know how you kind of go, I wonder if I would be able to handle it. But I don't think I'd want to be on Big Brother. But The Traitors is like a proper game. Like, you know, Big Brother is a bit like you exist in a house. And people seem to, in England anyway, people seem to, especially in the house, the idea that you're playing a game is like a bad thing. And you're like, dude, it's a game show. Literally, it's a game show. But in the traitors, it's totally fine because you're there to play a game. This isn't you just hanging out, you know. And um, and I'm just curious, like, how good would I be at figuring out and making sure I'm not murdered or not banished or whatever? Like, definitely. But I just don't feel like I'm prepared. If I was to get it this year, it, they, I think it said the filming would be in, like, spring, summer. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. You know, I'd rather be a bit fitter. I'd rather be in a better place, just in general. Um, so maybe next season, like season four. <laughs> Mostly just because like if I did get, I don't know, because the, the tasks, the missions they have to do, you kind of have to be a little bit fit. You know, not everyone's fit there. Obviously, there are some people that struggle, but I don't want to be someone who embarrasses myself because I can't do the most basic thing because, I mean, I'm short and when I'm unfit, then I can't do things even more. And at the moment, I mean, I'm trying to get fit, but it's a slow process. And um, hopefully, hopefully by next year, if the show is still going on and I'm still alive and still able, I can audition, I can go for it and see. Because I really, I do want to do it. I really, oh my God, I really want to do it. I don't know. I would definitely want to be a faithful. I wouldn't want to be a traitor because I don't think my face can hide my feelings that well um and also I think I'd, the guilt would eat at me I don't think I can I'd rather work as a team to figure out who's trying to get all our money and then be able to split it with people rather than be someone who's trying to fool people into trusting me and then taking their money at the end anyway sorry if you don't watch it and you have no interest then that was a load of for you to listen to but if you do watch it or if we were watching it let me know what you thought oh my god it was so good would you go for it I mean it sounds like would an introvert work well there I don't know maybe maybe because I think we're quite observant 
yes anyway that's it that's it that's i'm done i'm done (laughs) this was a weird random episode but um i hope you enjoyed all the stuff i talked about um have a lovely uh weekend and uh week and weeks uh next week i've got a job center appointment and then I'm meeting a friend hopefully tomorrow, but then a job centre appointment next week. And then I've got nothing actually planned for February. Um, so that sounds like I'm going to have something to record. I might, though. I might review some Oscar nominated um, stuff because I am I always watch them. And then I try and stay awake and, and watch the live um, broadcast every year. And I've done that for like the last maybe almost 10 years. And so I always try and watch like the films that have been nominated so that I can have an opinion rather than go, I don't know, I've not seen it. I don't know, I've not seen it, you know. But yeah, so I'm kind of starting to go through them. So, you know, I might do like a pre-Oscars sort of dealio. (laughs) I don't know, we'll see. But um, yeah, hope you all have a lovely um, weekend, week. Um, Hope work is going well for you. Hope 2024 has started off well. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you all have everything you want this year as long as it's all good stuff (laughs) um and um i hope that those you love are safe and healthy and um yeah i'll talk to you soon bye not home No, no! Leave me alone!